Hey guys, what is up? Ryan back again with another episode of No Content. And as always, yo, I yo. did not pull up the number we're on, but I know which number we're on. We're <laughs> actually on 141 because Jill was on 140. Okay, okay. Uh, but yeah, Pixel, welcome back to Hello. the show. Um, I hope that you had a good week off. I know that, um, you know, we said that you were gone last week because you were busy and you had a bunch of stuff to do. So mm -hmm. hopefully um, that went all well. Um, yeah. Good, it, good. It's it's much better now. I am much less stressed, and it's, uh, yeah, I'm feeling good. <clears throat> good to know, good to know. And uh, once again, shout-outs to Jill. Thanks so much for coming in. Um, not really at the last moment, um, but thanks for uh, showing up, as always. Uh, shouts out to Jill. Shouts out to the other people that I've reached out to in the past, uh, the past week as well. We have kind of a, a plethora of people who are willing to um, substitute, at least if you are unable to make it Pixel, so... <laughs> Luckily, we got we got the homies to to pull through. But um, yeah, if you guys wanted to check out that episode, go highly recommend it. It was actually our longest running episode um of the year so far, clocking in oh. at thirty six more seconds <laughs> than our previous <laughs> one. Our longest one before this was no content one thirty eight, an hour and forty nine minutes and fourteen seconds. And we had this one at an hour, 49, 50 seconds. That so, is quite the accomplishment. Super, super uh, long podcast. I also want to mention um, before we get into everything, um, apologies. There was a five minute period or so where for some reason OBS just like crashed on me and I didn't realize it until after because it kept recording, but it didn't record oh. the audio. So there was a five minute stint where, um, you know, unfortunately some audio was just muted only on my end. So luckily I had asked Jill a question and she started talking and I was like going like, uh-huh, yeah, and like kind of asking her more stuff, but it just sounds like she's just talking. <laughs> so <laughs> luckily it wasn't too bad, but um, thank oh. you for everyone who um, reached out to me and let me know that or whatever. Um, and um, wanted to also segue that into... Just to remember to rate this podcast five stars on Spotify or wherever you're listening to it. It really helps us out. It really helps us get into the algorithm as well as download the podcast. I got a newsletter this week that says that downloading the podcast will also help increase uh, awareness of, I guess, what people think is popular. I don't know. It's weird how <laughs> podcasts work. But download the podcast if you want. I mean, also, it's probably <coughs> just better for you guys because you won't have to suck up like an hour and 30 minutes of Internet. Um, <laughs> but yeah, uh and then also, just want to kind of throw this out there as well. You guys won't notice it, but, um, well, most of you guys won't notice it, but I think some of you guys will be like, huh, because of the topics we're talking about this week. But we're actually recording this podcast a few days earlier than Monday. We're actually recording this right. on Saturday, and that is because of the streamer awards, which are currently going on right now as we speak, as we record this. Uh, of course, it started late, <laughs> so, <laughs> you know, um, you know, we're going to be mostly talking about that, so we're going to be mostly talking about the streamer awards. There's going to be a couple softball um you know, uh, articles we might jump into first so we can hopefully get to all the, the category winners by the end of it. But hopefully we'll but, see. But we'll see what happens. If it doesn't happen, it doesn't happen. But um, either way, um, let's just jump very quickly into a bunch of announcements that we have um, <clears throat> before we jump into um, all the articles. But um, yeah, um, just wanted to give a quick uh, heads up, and this is mostly just announcements for the music channel. Uh, I've gotten some feedback from you guys that you guys wanted to hear more about music updates on the podcast, um, since maybe you're not following on um, social media, and I don't stream as much on my alt channel now. So um, wanted to kind of give those updates here, and I was like, eh, Pixel works on the music stuff too. He does all the art, so I was like, I guess it's a good platform to, to make these announcements on, you know? 
because he's he's part of the team as well. Um, but as always, um, keep in mind uh, that we are still doing the U- Ukrainian charity drive until March 31st. Um, this is all subs, bits, uh, all subs and bits to twitch.tv slash Kubo Music will go to charity. So keep that in mind. If you gift a sub, if you resub uh, any bits, any of that stuff will be going to charity as well, um, as uh, along with all the ads watched during that time as well. <clears throat> so keep that in mind. This also goes beyond just the Twitch stream itself. Um, all uh, streams and listens of the music on any platform, uh, music platform, will also be donated minus costs for anything that needs to be uh, paid for so for example if i owe pixel money or if i owe jail money or anyone else that i've commissioned for artwork um, as well as for the fees for maintaining the servers to allow the live streams to run um, it will all be donated hopefully the first week of april <laughs> um, might have to split it up depending on how angry everyone gets or my banks get or whatever and it's tax season so people are weird about it but hopefully everything will be donated uh, the first week of April. And then also, there is a direct donation link in the description below the podca- uh, below this episode of the podcast, as well as below the stream. So if you guys do want to directly donate, either anonymously or not, you can donate through there. Um, I think we've gotten like, I don't know, like 150 bucks or something from that. So anything helps. But uh, yeah, if you guys want to directly donate, you have that option as well. But like I said, if you just listen to the music this um, month... Um, and all proceeds will go to that. Um, probably we'll do more of these charity uh, incentives or events or whatever here in the future, just depending on uh, yeah what what comes around. Um, also kind of wanted to give you guys an update really quickly on the ad incentive program on Twitch. This is where um, if you run a certain amount of ads every single um, uh, hour, then you will get a for sure payout, basically. Um, we hit that basically within eight days of the stream. So we're reducing the amount of ads that are on there from 90 seconds, every 30 minutes to 90 minutes, 90 seconds, every 60 seconds. I know we just talked about the Ukraine thing, but I was really pushing the ad revenue just so that we could get that incentive. So I could donate that chunk of money <laughs> to Ukraine. Um, <laughs> but wanted to reduce it for you guys. Cause I know that you were saying that it does interrupt stuff, um, as well. And then just really quick, brief updates on music releases since we've been getting some questions about that. Um, the new single has been going really, really well. We just released that last week. It's been doing really, really well. Um, we have uh, uh, a Yata album coming out in mid to late April. And then in June, we have a new Lo-Fi album coming out. Um, so those are kind of the for sure things that are probably going to be uh, coming out here in the next few months, give or take. Um, and then also expect uh, other singles, uh, smaller EPs to randomly jo- drop of different genres. And this is mostly for me to like test the waters, basically. Um, I kind of don't want to be just like the lo-fi guy. Uh, I don't even really want to be like the DMCA music guy. But um, I do want to kind of offer different music and stuff in different styles. So um, those mm-hmm. will be dropped to kind of test the water because they don't really take much effort <laughs> in the sense of promotion or backlash. <laughs> So, Mm -hmm. yeah, but um, yeah, just wanted to kind of give a brief update on that. So we're going to stall for a little bit and go over some articles that we've got that we've gotten for the last uh, few um, the last week or so or whatever. Um, There's some stuff that Pixel missed as well that I kind of wanted to get his take on. And then if we can, we'll close it up and wrap it up with obviously the streamer awards. Yeah, Um, good. 
But yeah, so I mean, we talked about this extensively last week, and I don't really want to recap it all. But um, if you guys want to, please go listen to the podcast previously. But our Artesian builds, um, there was a whole fiasco with them when it came to their marketing. There was apology videos, all this type of stuff. Um, you know, mismanagement was happening, um, taxes and type of stuff like that. I kind of wanted to give your take on the whole situation, Pixel, since uh, you were not here last week. I mean, generally your thoughts on it or whatever. I'm assuming we're on the same page <laughs> when it comes to it all. But wanted to give my, you know, just get your general thoughts on what you thought of basically the Artesian Builds uh, thing. And then we can give an update to their company, basically. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, Artesian Bills, they're completely robbed. They're, they're completely wrong. <laughs> Everybody's wrong about them. No, I'm kidding. Um, they are completely in the wrong here. I, I'm i pretty sure we're on the same page of this, but like, yeah. I don't know uh, if I can give anything that's uniquely um, like a unique opinion on this because they it was astonishing how how the the founder or ceo or whatever his position was i i don't CEO, even remember yeah. his name but like the no the cats no cats that's right uh i like i i i cannot understand how someone can go on the air in a public forum and just like i don't know basically insult someone like that and then remove them from a contest like it's that's not how a contest is run. That's literally, that's literally not the definition of a contest. Like at that point, you're just like manipulating it and changing the results to your favor. So like, I, I don't even know if that's illegal or not, because that sounds quite like, you know, illegal if they tried to push for something, but you know what? They're going out of business, so they really can't get anything from them. Right. Um, yeah. And, you know, it, it kind of speaks to like the company itself, because a lot of people, a lot of people have been talking about their build quality, too. And um, it kind of reflects uh, on the company in, in, in a very poor way, just like this mm -hmm. whole fiasco with Noah Katz, um, you know, like how um, CPUs were installed improperly without correct uh, uh, amounts of thermal paste or like something wasn't wired correctly uh poor cooling like all these different things and it it just kind of like makes sense when you look at everything together and you know i i i haven't really been a fan of artesian just because of like how overpriced everything is like they will charge you uh on the um like the like the, the 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 black market price if it were like you know of graphics cards like you know eight hundred dollars for like something uh, for like a 3070 or whatever and then they'll mark it up on top of that with their own little markup so right. they'll buy scalp cards and then they'll mark it up again and so you'll end up paying like what like something like 1200 for um a, a graphics card and i thought that was just completely ridiculous from their end um yeah, I mean, to add to this, too, apparently reports were showing, too, um, at least that um, when it came to at least the streamer uh, build, like the streamer builds they did, like the ones for like streamers on stream that like Noah, like Noah Katz was in charge of building. Apparently, all of those just came out awful. Um, mm -hmm. They were just like awful. But apparently, Ms. Kiff did clarify and other um, organizations who were sponsored by them or did get PCs from them did say that like all the other PCs that they got built that weren't these like specialty PCs worked perfectly fine. 
Hmm. Um, I don't know from what I understand or what from people are saying or whatever. And who knows if it's true? I mean, I don't know why people would defend him at this point. Um, but they were saying that apparently there was the streamer side and all that like social media operation was located in California. And mm-hmm. essentially that's where Noah Katz was in charge of like making the streamer PCs that were just God awful. <laughs> and then the oh. actual <laughs> operation of the PCs where they weren't streamer built PCs, like the ones the general public would go would uh, order from were actually ordered from New York. Um, oh, interesting. We're, we're placed in a place in New York and that's actually where I guess the COO of our and builds was located. We're Noah Katz is the CEO, but the COO pulled out of funding or money apparently a couple months ago. Oh, um, and hmm. decided no longer to fund them or whatever. And maybe that's why Artesian was trying to like generate some type of hype with this like, you know, program or like this ambassador program or something like that, or trying to promote mm-hmm. more sales of PCs. From what I understand, from what people said, at least if you were to buy a PC from Artesian Builds and you weren't a content creator or a streamer, they were actually built correctly um, mm. from what I understand now. Uh, but yeah, just wanted to throw that out there. But it's a, it's a crappy situation. They no longer exist or whatever. Um, well, they said we are sad to announce that effective now we are freezing slash suspending all activities ongoing uh, is analysis by outside counsel for reorg to ensure a fair treatment of clients, creditors and employers. We expect more info by month's end. We are open to assistance slash investment. This was actually posted on March 8th at 830 p.m. Um, apparently, a lot of people have been backed up on orders, too, as well. And people are basically just like calling their credit card company. Like I've had they some. Should. I've heard some people waiting three to five months to get their PC still and basically being told that like, um, you know, because like the excuse was the pandemic, which who knows if that's true uh, or like, you know, supply changes issues. Who knows if that's true? But um, Mm -hmm. yeah, if you can, you know, please try to get your money back. You at this point, your probably best thing to do is just charge back because you never received the product. Right. And the company no longer exists. But um, yeah, I was saying this to Jill and it still blows my mind with this whole giveaway thing is that. They set up the parameters for the giveaway. You know what I mean? It's not like they're right. like a third party in this. They were the ones who set it up, and they were the ones who also set up the ambassador program and then set up that promotion that you could win a free PC. So it really boggles my mind still to this day that they like were surprised that a quote-unquote smaller content creator won when your, your bar for entering the ambassador program was super low. Like, if you wanted not smaller content creators win, then raise that bar up. You know what I mean? But I believe to apply for the ambassador program, you needed to have at least, like, six concurrent viewers on any live streaming platform. Like, what did you, like, if you didn't want, quote unquote, smaller streamers to win, Mm -hmm. then raise that bar to, like, you have to have an average viewership of 2,000 or 1,000. You know what I mean? Like, it just doesn't make sense to me that they were like, what? This person won? No, we're not going to give it to them. They don't deserve it. It's like, you set up the giveaway you set up the ambassador program like it blows yeah. my mind it, it really does yeah i think you know um i i can't remember where i read this but it, i think that someone else came up with the uh contest the ambassadorship contest and when it finally came time to like you know talk about it on stream or you know pick who won uh the ceo was like oh no 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 we're not going to do this they, they just changed their mind immediately so mm-hmm. i don't think it was like the company as a whole you know they didn't like prepare for this it was just noah katz at the end like just deciding you know on yeah. his on his own that he's going to change the rules and that was uh that makes a lot of sense that it it, it 
just like listening to his apology video or his non-apology video, it uh, you could tell that it was not something that he cared about. He didn't think that he was in the wrong. Um, like if you just listen to him, like there's one point where he just lets out in, in, like a huge sigh, like uh like i can't believe i have to do this mm-hmm. uh, like i this is so dumb i guess i'll do it fine Ugh. now here's here's my question and like this is kind of off topic because i feel like we've just beaten like the artesian builds thing to a dead horse right but this is kind of a question that i kind of asked jill last time and i've been talking to people off off the podcast about or whatever is there in my so is there any way that anyone could have like a good apology YouTube video, right? Because um, I watched a video recently and it was kind of funny, but it was like a YouTube tier list of apology videos and like how bad they were, right? And they went yeah. through like David Dobrik, Artisan was on there, like Fedmeister was there. Like, I think like there's a bunch of people, like a bunch of just random YouTubers and stuff and content creators on there. And basically everyone in the comments were like, all of these suck, right? But it's because mm-hmm. we know what they did and how what they did was like super, super bad, you know? Uh, my question to you is like, have you ever seen or like watched a, a an apology video and been like, okay, this is like a legit video. Like this is like, you know, they seem legitimately sorry. Like I forgive them. Like I'll still consume their content and kind of just totally forgive them. Cause I feel like every apology video I've seen, I've always walked away with it as either being like, this is bull crap mm-hmm. or okay, you're forgiven, but I don't trust you anymore. I'm not going to buy your merch anymore. I, I'm not going to really consume your content anymore. You kind of like pulled that veil from behind yourself and, you know, showed mm-hmm. that this is the type of person you can be. So I don't really like your stuff anymore. But have you ever watched a video or heard, read an apology where you're like, you know, where the person, I will say, where, where the person was in the wrong and they apologize. Not these videos where they're like, I'm defending myself. Here's proof that like this person actually lied or gaslit me or something. Sure. Um, I'm trying to think of one, um, but there's there's like two things that um, I was thinking about with this. If if you're in a position where you have to make an apology video, you probably did something very very bad. Right. Yeah. And like, and you obviously was were caught, or you, um, you know, suffered like a huge amount of backlash. So already you're you know starting off on the wrong foot, mm-hmm. and you're 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 having to fight against like all of this negative perception so at the most the the best that you can do is like okay i'll just listen to you you know mm-hmm. and i i don't think that i can go and say oh yeah you're forgiven you know that was a really great apology video i think i totally right. trust you um so i don't know that i've ever seen a video like that where they were so convincing that it was um you know it, it won me over but right. like you know, there's there's a couple of things that I do want to see if, you know, if I ever had to, like, actually watch one mm-hmm. was um, if they are, you know, obviously genuine and if they actually say the words, I'm sorry. And a lot of times I see a lot of apology videos that just don't say those two words. Right. And it's just like I'm explaining how, you know, how how it is from my side of things and not apologizing. It's not accepting responsibility. As long as you right. do that, I'm, I am willing to like, listen and say like, I'll give you the benefit of the doubt, you know? Yeah. So that's I, all, that's all I ask for. Yeah. I feel like if I ever get canceled, I'm just going to say, I'm sorry. And then just like move on. Like, I feel it's like, 
the Mizkif strat, you know what I mean? Like, he just said, like, I'm sorry, like, this was wrong. He, like, totally admitted to his past mistakes or whatever. And then, like, he just kind of moved on. And, like, I feel like people who, like, say I'm sorry and then they disappear for, like, a couple of years, probably not a good strat, you know what I mean? Probably not. Yeah, I think like, that's probably, guys... like, oh, yeah, no, the, the best, like, yeah, I mean, I, I think it's probably, like, the best thing to do. Because, like, if you do yeah. it poorly, it's just going to draw more attention to it. Exactly. So, like, if you just say, you know, say your piece, say you're sorry, you... Uh, say that you won't do it again you yeah. are you know just just be genuine you don't have to like stretch right. it out or anything like that so yeah if you guys don't know what i'm talking about basically like a year ago or like a two years ago miss kiff basically got tr like people realized that he used to be ice poseidon's cameraman mm -hmm. so they started like this whole canceling thing like how could you record for this guy like he did all these horrible things you know what i mean and like miss kiff basically like miss basically but he did say that he was sorry that he did that and that you know, he did apologize like a lot during the video and he but then he also mentioned that like at the time the stuff that he was recording, he did not see any of the stuff that like he was accused of. Because I think people like saw clips of just ice doing ice things that Miss Kip wasn't involved in. They're like, Oh, you recorded that when it's like, No, he wasn't mm -hmm. there for that. But I think he he apologized sincerely, said like I'm sorry, and then kind of like moved on. You know what I mean? Right. For for it all or whatever. But you know, I don't really see that as like in my mind as like you know one of these like harsh cancellation like or harsh like apology videos that needed to be apologized for. Because I don't know, we've all done stupid things in our past, but that's just me. But um, yeah. yeah, I just thought that was interesting. But um, anyway, Artesian seems to be gone for now. Like I said, if you can try to do refunds and stuff like that, they sped ran that super fast yeah um so yeah um i saw that a bunch of content creator or not content creators a bunch of other companies are saying that they are trying to hire people so hopefully these employees can also get new jobs as well you know yeah, what i mean hopefully um so we'll see we'll see i i think like cyber power pc and cyber there's another there's like cyber power and something else another like cyber something company <laughs> Um, apparently their mm -hmm. offices are like five minutes away from like the New York offices of Artesian. <laughs> so they were like saying like, if we do hire in the future, we'll reach out to people. They basically said like, reach out with your resumes. We don't have anyone to hire right now. Or we don't have room to hire anyone right now, but you know, you guys will kind of be first on the list if something happens, you know? Mm. So I thought that was kind of cool, but, um, yeah, yeah hopefully That's everyone really cool. kind of, kind of, you know, lands on their feet or whatever. Um, uh, predictions on how fast noah cats will come back i say a year if he if he even does yeah if he does i say a year mm, i'd say a little bit longer i'd say like two okay fair enough all right well moving on we just have a brief thing on dr disrespect or whatever um because he's not you know he's not done on just twitch he's done everywhere but uh, Doc tweeted this out very briefly uh, early on the morning of March 10th, a couple days ago at 11.30 a.m. And it's just a tweet that says, moving on. And it is a picture of a note from what looks like supposed to be from Dr. Disrespect's like desk or something. But it says, <laughs> I've resolved my legal dispute with Twitch. No party admits to any wrong uh, wrongdoing. And then it's signed Dr. Disrespect. Uh, a tweet came out a little bit after that, like 20 minutes later or something like that. And it said, in response to all your questions, the doc will not return to Twitch. So it seems like he is on YouTube uh, for mm -hmm. the foreseeable future. Remember, he doesn't have a contract or exclusivity contract with YouTube. He's just currently streaming there. Um, but yeah, I don't know if there's much we can add to this or whatever. Uh, I feel like yeah. we'll learn in probably five years what actually happened or whatever. Um, if you guys didn't know, basically... In a way, I feel like this is kind of a loss for Doc because 
uh, Doc was suing Twitch because of uh, the reason as to why. Not, it was interesting. It wasn't because of the reason why he got terminated from Twitch, but it was because since Twitch didn't disclose why Doc got banned, Doc was suing for loss of income or loss of money because a bunch of sponsors basically dropped him. He lost mm. like his deal with like Gillette. He lost his uh, uh, a bunch of other sponsorships. I can't recall at the time. I think he had like an NZXT sponsorship. I think he mm -hmm. had like a sponsorship with Nike at the time. He actually got immediately all those sponsors dropped because they immediately just assumed that, you know, Doc did something egregious. Right. You know what I mean? Right. And so he was actually suing because of loss of income. And I think he was suing for about, I don't know, it was something crazy, like 10 million bucks or something like that. It was something ridiculous. Mm -hmm. But um, it seems like, you know, in a way, he kind of, quote unquote, lost in that sense, because uh, I don't know if he's getting any reimbursement or what's going on or whatever. But um, yeah, it, it seems like everything is moving on i guess um i don't know if there's much I you can add so. to this pixel but uh yeah i you know i i feel like something had to have happened where one person paid the other like a settlement um yeah. whether it was like you know um doc paying twitch or twitch paying doc um i think that there there is some way to like settle out of court um and it was always strange to me how like you know if this wasn't big why didn't doc ever like just say anything you know yeah. even it's like even now maybe there's like some sort of gag order um that prevents him from saying anything so that he won't make twitch look bad mm -hmm. um but i i don't know if we'll ever find out this is one of yeah. those things where it's like it's probably legally binding where they can't say anything yeah and I, that really yeah. sucks there's been a couple of like people kind of murmuring kind of what it is. And I think it is probably this or whatever. Like I said, this is obviously just a rumor, but this kind of makes the most sense for me or makes the most sense. But uh, at the time that doc was banned uh, or perma banned off the platform or whatever, it was like a day and a half before like mixer announced that they were shutting down. Mm -hmm. And from what we know from what happened when um, Tim, the Tatman, Dr. Lupo shroud, um and ninja all came back to the platform was like twitch was giving them bigger cuts and actually cutting smaller deals with some of the streamers that they were going to re-sign to try to mm -hmm. acquire them um the rumor the rumor is is that basically doc claimed or threatened that he was in talks with mixer mm -hmm. um if you guys don't recall mixer was actually like no one at mixer besides the highest level ceos uh and executives at mixer knew that it was going under not even like the partnership team, like some of the partnership teams and other streamers and other content creators. And it didn't leak until about three hours before it was actually announced to like Twitch and to YouTube and stuff. So it was actually mm -hmm. very tight knit. The rumor is, is that basically Doc was threatening to leave to go to Mixer and claimed that Mixer had offered him this much money and was trying to negotiate a higher salary with Twitch. Mm -hmm. And that when the announcement of the Twitch stuff came, you know, obviously he lied about, you know, the dealing and the partnership and the contract even existing. And obviously in certain states <laughs> with when, when you when you're, you know, when your current employer finds out that you're lying during negotiation things, it actually can be a rightful, you know, termination or something. So that seems to be the most likely scenario of what happened, you know, um, because mm -hmm. it did happen like pretty quickly before Mixer shut down. So I, I, I feel like it was just something boring like that. You know what I mean? It probably is. I mean, that makes a lot of sense that, it, you know, no one would want to talk about that. I think that Twitch would have an easier time talking about it 
Yeah, um, but, but Twitch's do... policy is just they never talk about anything. Right. That's what I was gonna say. Yeah. Like they oh, yeah. they they don't have that um stance where they 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 never really talk about that. Even now, like with the whole new uh policies with uh print transparency with bands and stuff like that, they don't really talk about uh stuff that often. Um mm. so uh it's uh yeah, I guess it's just one of those things that we'll never really hear about, but it's it's kind of like fun to, you know, Speculate. think about and just like, you know, say yeah. like, oh, yeah, it was probably because of the Shungite or something like that. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, so like it's it's kind of fun to just kind of think about, but I don't I I don't know if we'll ever hear it. It makes a lot of sense with, with the whole mixer thing, because that that is fraud. That's yeah, like I, yeah. you're, you're you're like lying to um in in bad faith to someone who's uh going to enter contract negotiations negotiations with you and that's that's very illegal when it comes to contract law yeah for sure but um it will be you know it will be interesting like i said um you know twitch i don't think will ever be super transparent with their bands there will always be this issue the, the thing is is that they've gotten more transparent when it comes to at least telling the streamer um you know what they got banned for personally but i think them actually saying it out publicly or something like that i don't think they'll ever respond to that type of stuff and i think it still will cause plenty of issues and in, in, in misinformation or whatever i've said this a lot and a lot of people don't believe me or that i'm being paid by twitch i wish <laughs> but um it, like it if you are at least this is this is the thing if you are at least a big affiliate or a big partner on twitch and you do get banned twitch does tell you why you got banned now if we can argue about what that means of twitch telling you you know what i mean um they may not give you specifically an exact timestamp of what you got banned for but you know i've seen partners who have uh, and I can't name any names, unfortunately, but I have talked to partners who have claimed on publicly on Twitter that they got banned. They have no idea why. They have no reason why. And behind closed doors, they've said, oh, yeah, Twitch told me why. It was because of violence or it was because of nudity. But the way I but what I meant by that was that they didn't give me details about what nudity or what violence. And in my mind, it's just kind of roll my eyes. Um, you should probably know what you did. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's mm -hmm. probably pretty obvious what you did. You know what I mean? Right. But, you know. We can argue with people, and I do argue with people back and forth about like Twitch's transparency when it comes to bans. They do tell partners, they do tell big affiliates why they got banned. The details may not be enough for some people, but I would just say, once again, be very weary of content creators who are like, I don't know why they got banned, or I don't know why I got banned. <laughs> I have no idea. I just randomly got banned. I'm trying to talk to Twitch. Um, you know, but yeah. Um, anyway, though. Let us move on to kind of the main thing of the night. Uh, the streamer awards are currently happening right now and are probably ending pretty soon uh, as of this recording or whatever. But um, but yeah, if you guys don't know, the streamer awards is something that we talked about a couple of podcast episodes ago. You could do nominations for it and uh, all that type of stuff. It is happening right now as we speak. If you guys want to go and watch it since this episode is coming out on Monday, twitch.tv slash Cinderella is where you can go and watch the VOD. Um, if some back uh, content for this, there was a voting period of nominations and there's a voting period of voting for the nominations and now the event is actually happening live on her stream as we speak in Los Angeles, California. Uh, it's about 250 to 300 uh, streamers uh, there in person. Apparently, the whole event cost $250,000. Uh, 
wow. uh, to to produce and, and to make or whatever. And uh, yeah, it currently I believe it peaked at about three hundred and seventy five thousand viewers. That was what I saw it at Pixel. I don't know if you saw it uh, higher than that. No, um, I I saw it. I was like three hundred and thirty something. Okay. Uh, yeah. Yeah, and uh, yeah, it's been a it's been a great uh, event so far. Um, there was a red carpet event from about uh, I want to say about five to what seven p.m. or so. Um, yeah, like they're interviewing all of the uh, streamers coming to uh, the show and just having a little interview with them. It was actually yeah. like a legit looking red carpet event. It was actually really cool. Yeah, yeah. Not everyone got interviewed, but a ton of people got interviewed, which was really, really cool. It was hosted by JHB from 100 Thieves, uh, Nim uh, from twitch.tv slash Nim, and Slime from twitch.tv slash Slime IRL. Um, you know, just full disclosure, too, and I asked this person if it was okay if I mentioned this, but they, for whatever reason, wanted to be anonymous. But they did mention that, I guess, before going into the convention... Before going into the event, you had to show proof of uh, that you were fully vaccinated, and then you also needed to do a COVID test, which mm -hmm. took like twenty or thirty minutes. So, mm. and then if that came out negative, then you were allowed to enter without mask. Mask was optional. Just wanted to throw it out there before any streamers get canceled. <laughs> but, <laughs> um, yeah. Overall, I don't know. It was a. It's it's been a pretty good event. Um. I think that the interviews were a little bit awkward uh, when they were interviewing people. That's the people. beauty of it. That's, um, yeah. That's the amazing part. I, I think also, you know, I've learned to appreciate hosts more, but then also kind of realized that streamers are not like live camera, like in person, like live camera type of stuff. <laughs> um, I think like one of the things that I noticed, which probably made it so awkward is like, um, a host would like mention something to somebody and then they would just like give like a one word answer. And then the host would be like, uh, I don't know what to do now. You know what I mean? <laughs> um, cause like with interviews, you know, you're kind of allowed to like ramble or rant, you know? Sure. So one of the examples I saw was, uh, Nim was like, uh, Nim was like asking somebody like, Oh, what, uh, you know, what are you real? What are you excited uh, about tonight? And, uh, the, the person, I think he was interviewing simply simply was like, um, I'm just excited to be here. And mm -hmm. then like, that's all he said. And then Nim was like, uh, okay. Like, you know, kind of hoping he would like say a little bit more. Cause they gave about yeah. a minute 30 to every person. So some people just would like give these answers that like had no follow up or they were like one word answers. Mm -hmm. uh, like, I think Nim asked like Fuzi, like, are you excited to be here? She's like, yes. And like, <laughs> that was it. And like, didn't follow up with like anything else. So he's like, cool. <laughs> so kind, kind of, kind of a little, kind of a little awkward. But I think overall, um, it was a it, it's been a, a very cool event. Um, there were some jokes, there were some laughs, there were some ads, there there was some music <laughs> guests. I mean, it wasn't just straight up just like interview after interview after interview, which is really cool, right. or or award after award after award. Um, but yeah, Pixel first initial thoughts um, of the award show going on right now, and then we can get into maybe some improvements, and then maybe after that we'll just very briefly go over everyone who won. Yeah, no, I thought it was a lot of fun. I mean, like, you know, aside from a few technical issues with like audio and things like that, mm -hmm. I think it was just like a, you know, a fun event. Like it, it looked legit. It looked like a legit mm -hmm. award show. And, you know, it was uh, I, I really enjoyed watching. It. I enjoyed the little animation uh, in the middle mm -hmm. with um, uh, people going to the streamer awards. Like, um, I, I can't remember who animated it. But, um I don't know if you remember that person's name, but he did the um, 
that one animation where you're kind of like flipping through Twitch and like you know mm-hmm. switching channels and stuff like that. Um, so I I really enjoyed that. I enjoyed all the little uh, Bumble Bomb is his name. YouTube.com slash B U M B L E B A U M. Yeah, sorry. That's the one. Yep. Mm-hmm. So like I I don't know. I had fun watching it. You know, and I don't usually have that uh, when watching award shows. Usually it's just like you know a bunch of people like you know. Um, I'm sorry. I'm not at the streamer awards. No, it's cool. <laughs> I understand. Yeah, it's fine. You, you understand what's going on right now. I understand what's going on. It's it's all good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but you know, it's aside from like certain issues where like um, there 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 was like uh some audio issues where like it sounded like no one had mic'd up the audience. So whenever they had to tell jokes. It was almost like yeah. completely silent. There was like no clapping, like barely any kind of laughter. And it sounded like it was just really awkward. Mm-hmm. And it would have been a lot better if they had like mics positioned like all around the, the auditorium and like yeah. capture that sound. So, um, you know, it's, it's something to learn for next year, you know, but uh, it's it, it was fun. It was a lot of fun. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think that was, you know, also my kind of main gripe too with, uh, with it or whatever so far is like you said, with the audience or whatever, I don't think a laugh track or anything would be good or whatever. Cause I think that would be like really awkward with like the timing and stuff like that. But I think, um, overall, um, I, I think, yeah, the, the audience being mic'd would probably be a better thing or whatever that I would personally, uh, like to see um happen or whatever so that there wasn't at least any more dead stuff there was also like i said i think audio issues but i think a lot of it has to do with the people handling the mics or talking into the mics rather than Mm -hmm. the actual um like audio itself right like i noticed that like when raffle gator or someone really tall was up there they wouldn't adjust the mic so like the volume would be like very low and then like you know and then i would like turn it up and then like they would adjust the volume on there and then all of a sudden it would like spike up um or you know i think like streamers are so used to maybe doing like having like a streamer backpack where the 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 mic is just like a condenser mic that picks up everything there's a lot of time like during the interviews where they had a mic and someone would be talking and before they were completely done with their sentence they would just like cut off like this and cut off the last word and point it to the person or the person the person they were asking the question to would start talking without the mic like next to them so we couldn't right. hear like maybe the first handful of sentences that they said um, right, right. so there was, there was that as well. Um, I think also one of the things that I realized with this contest, uh, too, or whatever. Um, and I think this is something that Nim tried to do with his contest or whatever, which is like pretty fair. But if we compare this to Nim's award show, he did something a little bit different this year where, um, 60% of the vote was weighed by the audience, most popular, uh, the popularity vote from the audience. But then he had 40% from people from LSF, from people from his mod community, himself, and other other communities who also voted on the categories. Um, mm. I think that with some of these categories or whatever, what you see is that the people who essentially advertised that they were going to um, go to the award show or advertised it on stream uh, would win the award or people who just had like really, really obsessive fans. Um, in my opinion, mm. you know what I mean? Cause there was some, there was some, there were some nominees on here that I was like, you know, congrats to everyone who won. Don't get me wrong here. You know what I mean? But, um, if, you know, if we could spoiler alert some of these or whatever, um, you know, I thought that it was like very surprising that for example, 
you know, best Minecraft streamer, Tommy in it. Not that he deserves it. He's the biggest Minecraft streamer out there. So I'm not surprised he won. You know what I mean? But mm -hmm. he was like, um, he was like plugging that like crazy um, a few days or a day before the, the nominations closed or whatever. And mm -hmm. it got trending worldwide, you know, hashtag Tommy in it for streamer awards. Right. You know what I mean? And, and he won. You know what I mean? And I think like a lot of people are expecting like force him to win. You know what I mean? It, but, you know, you, you see it's like a popularity contest. Um, another spoiler is best battle royale streamer. A lot of people thought Nick Merckx was going to win because he has a super big fan base. But guess what? He didn't talk about it. He didn't advertise it. So Asu won. You know what I mean? So it's it's kind of interesting that it was so heavily swayed on just community polls and community members, which is mm -hmm. cool. Don't get me wrong. But I feel like a lot of people that I personally thought maybe should have won or who deserved it better just logically didn't win. And it was because there was not a lot of advertisement their end. So I feel like maybe next year, one of the improvements they can do is take the popular vote or whoever people vote for. But then at the mm -hmm. same time, maybe, you know, have a background panel of judges who think that they deserve the best for everything you know what i mean yeah um, this is the um one of the big yeah. uh criticisms of right. uh, the academy awards mm -hmm. um but also it's like one of the saving graces of it too right because um the academy awards i don't know if you know this but like there's a select group of people that are allowed to vote on who wins those awards and the people on that um panel is like your industry peers you have to yeah. be a part of the academy to vote in the academy so it's it's a small small group of people maybe like a thousand people who are like you know part of the industry they know what's going on they know right. like these performances and they get you know free copies of movies and stuff like that to watch beforehand before they make a decision and other and other presents yeah yeah absolutely. <laughs> yeah yeah it's 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 totally like a, a you know like they try to buy votes in, yeah, in for some sure. ways too it's um, like lobbyists but, whatever <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's 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 one of the big criticisms of it because it's like right. an old boys club. Um, but like that's kind of like one of the positives of that is that right. it, it's less of a popularity contest. And for the most part, people try to vote based on merit and kind of like on their own tastes. Mm -hmm. And yeah, you get like the sort of group think where everybody kind of thinks, you know, oh, this is more artistically, you know, um, valid than this other movie or whatever. But, right it's it's something that prevents that whole like popularity contest that can eventually happen you know like you know where avatar could be like <laughs> the best movie ever made or like someone will um vote the the avengers as the best movie ever ever made because it just made right. the most money <laughs> right um, exactly so it uh it helps to prevent <laughs> that um so maybe this could benefit from that you know having yeah. an award show where the only people who are voting are the streamers themselves yeah. or like people that work behind the scenes. Yeah. I, I think also like, I think it's good what Nim did where it's like half and half basically roughly. Right. Where it's like half still like Twitch chat. Cause I mean like, we, you know, Twitch would be nothing without Twitch chat. Right. And right. then the other half being like weighed by like an audience or something like that. I think it would be good to do honestly, probably both. I think another thing in my opinion or whatever is that maybe for next year because I, I think this has happened with like nims award show too i feel like there probably should be a clause where like people can't win the award maybe twice you know two times like two times in a row or something you know what i mean mm. you know no offense no offense to to xqc or whatever but he's like won like nims new year's award show for streamer of the year for like the last like three years in a row yeah and i love xqc don't get me wrong um i i do enjoy his content but like i don't really 
besides his first year where he was like, wow, his numbers are crazy. You know, he doesn't really do anything special. He's just live all the time and gets a ton of viewers. <laughs> you know what I mean? But like if I were to choose like a streamer of the year, I would probably choose someone maybe like Ludwig or maybe even Mizkif because they, you know, their content is constantly, you know, changing. It's new. It's refreshing or even Jerma, right? Like unique sure. kind of content. That's what I see in a streamer of the year. Not not just like you said, oh, this guy got a lot of views. He should be streamer of the year. Because I feel like that's how right. you know, XQC wins. But anyway. I don't know if there's anything else that you wanted to talk about, uh, but if not, we can just kind of briefly go through uh, the awards or whatever. And, uh, you know, we have probably about 15, 20 minutes to talk about this, but, you know, we probably can briefly go through the awards who won. Um, if you were yeah. surprised by any of the winners, if you were, you know, if you were like, oh, wow, you know what I mean? And we can kind of just briefly mm -hmm. go through uh, each each category or whatever as quickly yeah, as possible. Yeah. All right. Sure. Um, yeah, let's get into it. So best battle royale streamer, uh, Nick Merckx, Imperial Hal, Lulu Lovely and Asu were nominated. Asu ended up winning this category. Um, I don't know if that's someone that you voted for, but uh, I, I, I wasn't surprised by this win at all. I, you know, I think I voted for Nick Merckx because I didn't really know who the other people were. Yeah. Um, I think you're more familiar with Asu than I am. Mm -hmm. So or maybe I didn't vote for this at all because I wasn't really like totally familiar right. with this category. But yeah, yeah. Um, Nick Merckx, I think like a couple of days ago, someone was like, are you going to the streamer awards like on, on his Twitch chat? And then he was like, what's the streamer awards? Like he had like no idea. So I think I feel like he just did like no promotion. You know what I mean? <laughs> Obviously from that from that statement. Um, best MMORPG streamer. It went to Asmongold, S-Fan, Rich Campbell and It's Will were also on there. I think that was a pretty obvious one that Asmin. Was yeah, that was pretty easy to pick. Yeah. Uh, best roleplay streamer. This one was actually kind of surprising, and I think this is also shows kind of the popularity contest or just the loyalty of people or whatever. Yeah. But it was between Critical Role, Rawful Gator, Murder Crump, and Seer. I think we both chose Critical Role, but right. then uh, Seer won uh, the category. So congrats to Seer. Uh, it's kind of funny he doesn't RP much anymore. But um, yeah, once again, I think this is kind of when I thought about this in my head. When Seer won, I was like, oh wow. Like, yeah, right. like unless your community like kind of knows about these awards or if you're like if Critical Role had said anything about this, like, hey, we're nominated for a streamer award, they would have won easily. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Like, it you doesn't know? really make much sense because Critical Role is the top sub stream like on Twitch. Right. And that means they have an absolutely huge amount of fans. Um, we're talking like, you know, hundreds of thousands of viewers every single week. Yeah. Um, and it doesn't make sense. That they would not win uh, mm -hmm. so that, yeah it goes to show that it's all about your promotion and, you know, how many people actually, you know, know about this and vote. Yeah. Uh, next up, best FPS streamer. Uh, it was between Shroud, Super TF, Tarek, and Tens. And Tarek actually won, which I was very surprised I voted for Tens on this one. But, yeah, um, I voted for Shroud on this one. I was very surprised yeah. to to hear this, but, you know, I, I don't doubt their skill. I'm sure they're amazing players. Every single Tarek's one really of them. really good. Yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, I, I, you know, this is one of those instances, too, where probably... Um, I I would expect that Shroud was more popular. Maybe correct me if I'm wrong. And I would have expected him to win because of that. Yeah, I was so, expecting Shroud to win because he's popular. But when you compare, like, to be honest with you, if you compare all four, like, if you compare the people in this category, it should have went to Tens or Tarek. Like, just mechanically, Tens and Tarek are beasts at their games. Not saying okay. that like Shroud's good, but it's like comparing like an amateur league player now to like. Um, to like a, a pro player, like e like or a pro basketball player, like either one's gonna destroy like the normal pleb, but there's mm -hmm. a distinct difference between amateur league and pro league, you know. Hmm, interesting. An right. That's my opinion. 
Really? He's still Damn, really good. That's... Yeah. He's still <laughs> that's... really good, but he's not as good as he was. Like, there's a reason why he's a content creator and not a competitor, right? Hmm. In my opinion. Um, best Smash Bros. streamer. This one was not surprising at all. Uh, Mango won. Uh, Hungry yep. Box accepted the award, which is some pretty spicy stuff. So definitely would recommend you guys to, to watch that. But I know it's, it's all in good fun. Uh, best chess streamer. Once again, kind of was surprised by this. Uh, at the same time, not really surprised, though. Uh, it ended up going to the Botez sisters. Um, I feel like, um, you know, Nemsco is on there. Um, I know she doesn't have a huge following. Uh, Gotham Chess and Hikaru are, you know, they're, they're better mechanically. They're, they're definitely better at, um, you know, chess than the Botez sisters, at least in ELO rating. But I feel like the Botez sisters deserve this one. They feel like they've been branching out a lot more when it comes to chess. They've been doing like really unique things within chess. And as streamers for content, I would choose to watch the Botez sisters any of the people category so i thought it was deserved but i wasn't super surprised you know yeah i think they do some interesting stuff like they just kind of go out and do do irl streams and like play chess in the park kind of thing yeah. uh so those are really interesting things to see like you know it's um it's fresh content i think so yeah. i think uh it's understandable that the botez sisters won and you know i, I think i voted for them too yeah, I, I mean, yeah, shouts to uh, Karu and Gotham, but I mean, like, every time I turn into, tune into their streams, it's just them playing chess. Like, I yeah. feel like they're not really pushing the bar when it comes to... Now, if you want to, like, watch a stream to, like, get better, educational type of stuff, definitely both of them, you know? Mm -hmm. Botez Sister shouts them. They're in the Envy house now with Just Minx and Code Miko, so see yep. how that goes. Uh, best strategy game streamer uh, ended up going to Disguise Toast. Um, I don't think that was any surprise here or whatever. I feel like whenever you hear of Toast, you hear of, like, you know strategy games hearthstone tft whatever yeah big brain us. plays that yeah, kind big of thing. brain plays that type of thing so no surprise there uh best speedrunner. it was between simply small ant atrock and virtual um i voted for simply not surprised small ant won it though he has multiple world records in uh speed running he has his content is all speed running type of stuff as well um and he doesn't just speed run one game he speed runs a ton a ton of games um mm. so thought that was pretty cool pretty big youtuber as well um but yeah uh, feel free to interject in any of these pixels. We're just kind of going through them right now. But Oh, yeah, yeah. I didn't really have anything to add there. <laughs> no, no. It's all good. It's all good. Uh, best ASMR streamer. Once again, not surprised. Uh, Amaranth ended up winning for best uh, ASMR streamer. Yep. Um, best VTuber. This one actually kind of took me by surprise. There's Vebe, Iron Mouse, Neanders, and Code Miko. Uh, Code Miko yeah. ended up winning this one. I thought that was kind of uh, funny. I You know, I keep forgetting that. I guess technically Code Miko is considered a VTuber. I feel like every time I've checked out her stream in the last, like, few months... She hasn't been in a VTuber form. Um, and yeah. I feel like, in my opinion, her content uh, her content is good, don't get me wrong, but I feel like it's one of those things where if you've seen it one time, you've seen it all the time. But mm -hmm. that's just my opinion. I don't really link her as a VTuber. So I actually thought it would be Iron Mouse, who, if you guys don't know, Iron Mouse is now the third most subscribed person ever on Twitch, the third mm -hmm. highest sub count, as well as the number one most subbed female uh, streamer. But uh, yeah, I think I voted for Iron Mouse on this one. So surprise code Miko won on this. I I I end up voting for Code Miko. I think mm. it was just because of like the way she entered the space. Like mm. she didn't True. start off being a VTuber. Like before um she became Code Miko, she was under another uh name. Yeah, redacted. Um, redacted. <laughs> yeah. Um, but you know, she did other content. She actually did like fitness type stuff. Um mm. and so uh she came to the scene as a VTuber and kind of changed how uh the whole space uh was created i think she might yeah. have been one of the first i guess vtuber type streamers uh where she had like a digital alias 
Um, so I think it's it's worth kind of looking at that and saying like, hey, that's you know forging some new territory. You know, it's yeah. not it's not just about sub count. Yeah, I feel like Code Miko definitely is kind of like the Apple of YouTubers. Like they weren't the first ones to make the iPod or like make an MP3 player, but they were the first. They they reinvented what an MP3 player could be. You know what I mean? It showed like what you could um, do with it. Yeah, and exactly. Because she had that like yeah. technical background mm -hmm. um, to actually like use Unreal and actually make things happen, she was mm -hmm. creating stuff that you know no one had ever seen before. And you know it it's it's so important to have that kind of background. Yeah. Also, her and Mizkiff probably have the weirdest like rebranding of all time or whatever. Because oh, yeah. um, I know Code. I knew Code Miko back before she was Code Miko in a sense or whatever. And yeah, it was. Yeah, there was some probably some interesting stories that people can tell you that get DMCA very quickly. So we will not talk about them ever. I, I, but, I'm uh, sure. I, oh, I'm sure we both. Yeah. <laughs> It's interesting. Uh, best music streamer, Aria at home, Seth Drums, T-Pain, and Lily Pichu. This one, once again, it, it went to Lily Pichu. Um, you know, shout outs to her. I think that she's done a lot of amazing stuff. Um, to be honest with you, this one definitely felt, in my opinion, like where the popularity contest came in, like the OTV fans just like came in. I don't really mm -hmm. see Lily as a music streamer. I know she does music with like Comfy Beats, which are DMCA free. Shout outs to that. She's done music with a couple other people or whatever. Um, I know that she... Behind the scenes, she's hired like a whole team, mm -hmm. which is kind of crazy. If you got, if you don't know, um, John, I think his name's John the Forest or something like that. He's the oh, guy yeah. who did that like Pokey Pokey song and also the um, race Valkyrie song. Um, he's basically her producer now, so he oh, helps produce like all of her music and master it and stuff like that. Um, mm -hmm. But out of all these, I thought Aria at Home would win, but you know, I felt like this one was kind of a popular, not a. Well, I felt like this one was definitely like popularity contest, right? Like the OTV came in clutch. I don't know. I Every time so. I've gone to our music streams, it's just been whatever. But that's just me. I think it's more like, uh, yeah, she has a different really type of vibe. I, uh, every time I've watched her stream, she's usually just kind of like jamming, you know? She's not really creating music. It's kind of just like playing around and just like, you know, doing stuff that's really, um, you know, off the cuff and stuff like that. Mm. Um, you know, Ari at home, like he, he, he puts on a show. You know, mm -hmm. he's creating music live, which he and doing all of the stuff like vocals yeah. and and, you know, mixing music all together. Like that's that's really impressive stuff. Right. Um, And, you know, I, I kind of thought that he would win, too, especially ever since he um, uh, gained a huge amount of popularity by doing those meme songs. Yeah, um, uh, him and him and Seth Drums, I actually thought were going to be the ones who were going to win because Seth Drums does the same thing that Arya does, but with drums. Yeah, yeah. So he'll do like dope improv covers and then T-Pain's T-Pain, you know? <laughs> yeah, T-Pain. I'm T-Pain. I'm, su <laughs> I'm surprised about that one, too. T-Pain's awesome. Yeah, but uh, but yeah. Uh, next up, best IRL streamer, Hot Chubby, Rob CD, Jake and Bake and Ginny. Surprise on this one. Well, kind of not really, but Hot Chubby. I don't watch her content at all. So, um, but yeah, Hot Chubby ended up uh, winning this one. I believe I voted personally for Rob CD. Um, I really like his IRL content, but yeah. Yeah, I think I, I think I voted for Hot Chubby. I think it was just, uh, I don't know, she did, she did some kind of interesting things, like having her own mm. store and stuff. That, that was cool. Yeah, for sure. 
Um, League's legend streamer Loltire one one. Uh, e Rob accepted on his behalf, which was kind of funny. Um, <laughs> yeah, and broke the, and the trophy. Broke the trophy for another L, <laughs> but uh, yeah, not 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 too surprising. Uh, best Minecraft streamer, unfortunately, well not unfortunately. Uh, oh no, unfortunately, Force and lost. Uh, Tommy one. <laughs> Once again, not really surprised. The Minecraft stands came out of the woodwork and voted for the, for him or whatever. So he ended up winning. Um, not much else to say about this category. Don't really watch Minecraft. Uh. Valorant, once again, uh, we have Timmy, Puns, Pokemon, and Quarter Jade. I don't think this one was very surprising, but Timmy won it. If you don't know Timmy, he's a very good Valorant streamer, content creator. He's also hmm. the first person to do uh, not turning off my stream or not going to stop playing until I get uh, Radiant. So he went from hmm. Bronze to Radiant in one stream, which was 42 hours. Wow. Never slept during the whole time, played the whole time. That is nuts. Yeah, so, you know, I'm not surprised. He's also a very, very good player. Oh, he did it all solo queue, by the way, too. On oh, that's a, been harder. On a new count that he purposely got in, like, iron. Oh. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, not surprised. Uh, GTA RP was between XQC, Buddha, Saikuno, and Fuzli. Buddha ended up winning Uh, for, you know, the thing. Unfortunately, couldn't do the Lang voice or you get canceled, which I thought was super funny. I don't know if you were there for that interview. No, no. Carpet interview. Basically, um, you know, uh, Nim was like, "Do the, you know, can you do Mr. Lang's voice or whatever?" And Buddha was like, "I was told not to do the voice, or I could get canceled." Because it is kind of funny, because it's like, you know, in like RP, people can like get away with like being other ethnicities, being other genders, and stuff like that. You know what I mean? And not get canceled. But then outside in the real world, not the case. <laughs> you know what I mean? When it comes to like pretending to be an Asian when you're a white person or something, you know what I mean? Like doing like a racist accent. So it's kind of funny because Buddha's like, oh, I can't no. do it. <laughs> you know, oh, he's like, I can't no. do it. So that was really funny. Um, but yeah, he ended up winning. Uh, best uh, philanthropic streamer, uh, Jack Septicai won, which I, I thought was kind of interesting. Um, I know I'm he surprised. did. I'm surprised. I, I was talking to, um, you know, our friend of the podcast, Blake, about this or whatever. And, you know, not to discredit any of the people who have done charities. Um, Jacksepticeye has done a lot of charities. Obviously, Healthy Gamer's done a ton. Dr. Lupo has done a ton. Rambu Live has done a, a, a ton as well. But, you know, I was just surprised by this one because for me personally, it's like when I see a lot of streamers do charity streams, you know what I mean? But in my opinion, their identity isn't like charity in my opinion you know what i mean like i've seen mizkif mm -hmm. do it valkyrie do it pokemon do charities heck i'm doing a charity stream right now you know for ukraine i wouldn't say like i'm a charity streamer you know what i mean like yeah I, i'm doing a charity like i have a little bit of like pool or clout or influence in the world where i can or platform where i can do that so i was just very surprised that jacksepticeye won this because i feel like when i think of like a charity stream out of these four the identity i put that to is healthy gamer and what he's done you know what i mean Mm -hmm. but um yeah i i actually do you know what jacksepticeye's charity was because i actually had no idea i was like yeah he did something for like habitat habitat for humanity or something like that okay. built, it was like 3d printing houses or something like uh, that okay um so like every ten thousand dollars that was donated could build a single house interesting um, so um there's a lot of other streamers that donated like hundred thousand dollars and stuff like that oh. and um it, it was pretty big Max for a while okay yeah <laughs> Um, nice. Yeah, yeah. Uh, see, I had no, I had no idea. I don't watch him though. I'm not a YouTuber, so it was not, just. He doesn't seem like demographic. It was just very surprising to me because like Jack guy did like one charity stream, like that, as far as I know, mm. and that was the one in recent memory. Mm. Whereas like with like Healthy Gamer and Doctor Lupo, they have done far more, you know, charity uh, events, especially Doctor right. Lupo, where he's generated who knows how many millions of dollars for St. Jude. Right. Um, 
So like it's it's just a massive, massive amount of money that's been generated over the years. And right. I think that Lupo has his identity is more charity based than his mm. gaming, I think. That's fair. So, I just know him from Fortnite. So Yeah, yeah. To be honest. Uh, so I, I don't really watch his uh I've never really like followed his charity stuff, but I never really followed Dr. Lupo. But I know he's gotten like a bunch of checks and stuff from uh like Twitch and stuff back in the day. So Yeah, yeah. Um but yeah, stream game of the year. Uh Minecraft one, I don't think we're surprised about that. I think Minecraft has just been this random staying power all the time, right? Like either it's really either crazy. people speed running it or RPing it with the Minecraft stand type people or like just servers coming up, you know, offline TV server, OTK server, like whatever it might be. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. There's always like something happening or whatever, or like, you know, it, or, you know, the funniest thing that I ever saw was, uh, you know, E-Rob put hardcore hardest difficulty and tried to beat Minecraft, you know, <laughs> like not knowing how yeah. to ever play Minecraft. So it's just like, I don't know, it feels like it's a game that's just never going to go away. Um, yeah, there's so much to do in it, I guess. Um, right. But not surprised. Um, yeah, you know, I think I voted for uh, I think I voted for Minecraft. Uh, yeah, I did. I voted for Minecraft, but GTA was my second. So not surprised. Um, I think I voted for GTA, but yeah, yeah I, I'm not surprised Minecraft won. Yeah. Best variety streamer. Uh, this one was kind of surprised. Oh, well, I don't watch him, but uh, Moist Critical won this one. Uh, it was between Moist Critical, Ludwig, Valkyrie, and Disguised Toast. I guess the Moist Boys came out, you know, strong this time or whatever. Um, you know, he has a huge presence on YouTube. I think that was also yeah. a reason why he won. Um, but yeah, Moist Critical won. This kind of funny. He wasn't even there. He was restreaming the awards with Cutie's consent. So, um, you know, he saw himself win, and I think he brought a bunch of his Moist Critical doppelganger, doppelgangers to pick up the award, which was uh, pretty funny to see. Yeah, the clones. <laughs> yeah, the clones. But, uh, yeah, he, en he ended up winning. I don't know if you have any thoughts about that. Uh, yeah, I'm not surprised that Moist Critical won. He has a huge following. Like, um, mm -hmm. I didn't vote for him. I voted for Valkyrie. Mm -hmm. um, but, you know, I, I would not be surprised if any of these won. Like, they're all, like, yeah. really powerful popular streamers like they have a huge following each one of them and they're you know they're all great yeah for sure um next up best chatting streamer i mean this was no surprise but it was between hassan pay mummy would be bruce drop them off and mizkef i mean gotta give it to mizzy mizzy wizzy uh ended up <laughs> winning this i'm not super surprised i feel like his streams are honestly very unique and interesting and you just never know who's gonna come through that door or what the stream <laughs> is, gonna, door. Is, gonna, is gonna hold or you know, I think he's done a lot this year um, for content. But yeah, uh, best streamed event. It was between Balloon World Cup, Germa Dollhouse, Price is Scuffed, and uh, ShitCon, uh, Germa Dollhouse. I mean, I, I, I think yeah. no surprise here that uh, Germa Dollhouse yeah. ended up. Uh, it was a very cool experience for sure. Absolutely. Like really unique experience. Huge production. Like mm -hmm. it was it was really something else. You don't see something like that on Twitch every day. So yeah, uh, that it, it has to go to Germa's Dollhouse. Yeah. Uh, best content organization, 100 Thieves, OTK, Offline TV, NRG. This one was not surprising and surprising at the same time. OTK ended up winning. I was actually surprised Offline TV didn't like their stands or their fans didn't like come out of the woodwork and just vote like crazy for them. But yeah, OTK won. Congrats to them. Um, you know, you have a ton of big content creators. I think that, you know, I've said this before, but, uh, you know, what OTK has done with their when it comes to their IRL content, their game shows and stuff like that, it's really good. It's really solid. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. um, and I feel it's something that like maybe offline TV um, uh, or 100 Thieves or NRG could learn from because they're, they're live streaming content when it comes to unique events and stuff is really cool. The schooled thing's going on again for the second season right now. So pretty exciting to see, yeah. but congrats to them. Yeah. Um, Rising Star. This one was kind of surprising. Um, 
I uh, ended up voting for Zoil because I because to be honest with you, I'm up way too early in the morning nowadays, and he's EU time. But uh, Stan's one, uh, Ludwig's roommate or Ludwig, not Ludwig's roommate. Sorry, Ludwig's old friend. Uh, Stan's one on this one, hmm. so pretty cool on that. Uh, League of their own. Him, so that's a, yeah. Cool. I, I I follow him, but you know I don't watch him a ton. You know, um, mm -hmm. League of their own. I mean, this one was between Germa, Kitboga, Sushi Dragon, and Abai. Um, you know, not surprising. Once again, Germa uh, winning this category as well. You know, I think he was the only one this whole award show that won two awards too, which is kind of cool to see. But, yeah, yeah. You know, I don't I know what else he streams other than like you know the dollhouse stuff, but so it was kind of he, surprising to me, honestly. I I actually really like his streams uh, when he does video game streams. Uh, when he does video game streams, he just streams like really obscure random games, mm. like that you won't normally like see. Like he's very rarely like he has played Elden Ring recently, but he like very rarely plays um you know other games. I will I will I will say this that um there's a thing in German's community which is so true, but. It, the the saying is that every every germa stream feels like your first germa stream because there's so much stuff that will happen in even a gameplay stream that's like so weird like he has so many side characters and random yeah. people like his doctor comes on stream or like jump into voices like tax collector will come on and they're like reoccurring characters <laughs> that have been around for like 10 years on his stream they're like friends of his yeah you know, like they'll just randomly come in and jump on there um but you know he he did do a stream recently where he was uh he uh tried to find a replacement for him <laughs> Um, so that was kind of interesting. Uh, mm -hmm. Legacy Award. I think that this, or, um, eh, I guess we can go. I guess we can go in order. I had a question for you for Legacy Award. So actually, let's leave Legacy Award for last because I think that would be a good one to to leave off on or whatever. But let's skip that okay. for one for sure. now. Uh, Gamer of the Year streamer that has extraordinary gaming ability has excelled at games over the past year. Uh, Timmy Asu Tens and Shroud. I think Shroud is probably the one that you know I voted for, and I think like. Yeah, he just he excels at every game. He's really, really solid at every game. Everyone else is kind of like a one-person gamer. Timmy does mostly FPS. AC mostly Battle Royales. Pens only Valorant. Shroud, you know, he's a renaissance man when it comes to this type of stuff. Yeah, he can immediately pick up any game and, like, be good at it. And it's, like, kind of wild to see. Yeah. Um, and then, uh, you know, the last award they gave out, but obviously not the last category we're going to talk about, is Streamer of the Year, which was Mizkiff, Ludwig, XQC, and Saikuno. Ludwig ended up winning this one. Um mm -hmm. This one was actually kind of surprising to me, in my opinion. I would have gave it to Mizkiff, but I'm also judging on content, to be honest. Um, I feel like Ludwig had, like, a really... Like, he even joked about it today on an earlier IRL stream, but he's like, yeah, I'm nominated for Streamer of the Year. They're like, yeah. And they're like, nice. And he's like, yeah, had a really solid month <laughs> during the whole year because he's, like, talking about the subathon. And, like, I know he was joking about it, but, like, that's kind of how I see Ludwig. No offense. I think he's great, you know, moving to YouTube, all that type of stuff. To be honest, I don't really watch his content a whole lot. I do watch his content, but it's mostly on YouTube, like YouTube videos, not YouTube live streams. But um, I feel like he had a really good solid month. And then that was really it. I didn't really watch him most of the year. So I would I voted for Mizkiff because I feel like Mizkiff streams are so unique. There's so much random stuff happening all the time, um, whether it be special guests coming in or the school or events that he hosts. Um, but yeah. Yeah, uh, I think people just remember like the big events you know just like yeah because like that that one month was such a huge impact yeah for Ligon, just like the entire twitch community like everybody was like talking about it and like, mm -hmm. like watching it and seeing what was going on so i think that really carried them to be honest yeah um and then lastly you know obviously not the last word was given out but one i want to talk about because we have i have some questions for uh, for you pixel that i found uh interesting but uh mm -hmm. the legacy award 
Um, and it was between Summit 1G, Pokemane, Sotopoppin, and Skara. I think this was really, really hard for uh, for all these people or whatever. Um, I, I think this was one of the categories that you and I talked about where we're like, we don't really know who to vote for, right? You know what I mean? Like, as in, like, they all seem important in their own way, you know? But, there's uh, a lot of history, yeah. Yeah, there's a lot of history. But uh, Pokemane ended up winning this one, and I think it's totally deserved. You know, female content creator, uh, very good uh, role model, etc. for this. Um, so, yeah. But uh, my question for you is this. Uh, pixel and this is something that I've been talking to uh, people about or I kind of talk to people about when um, I know that they're in, uh, into Twitch and it kind of for me it always kind of gauges people for um, what their interests are in the platform what they think about the platform and also how new to the platform they are okay mm -hmm. but and I'll, I'll ask the question I'll give you my four and then uh, and then you, you can answer but uh, my question is who would be on your Mount Rushmore of Twitch Right, these are four streamers. So you you're you're okay. you're you you are two four streamers or whatever. You can choose people who obviously have left the platform, but I mean these are people that you know were once upon a time on Twitch or still on Twitch that you say would in that impacted just Twitch in general as a whole. And uh, the people that I actually put on my uh, Mount Rushmore of Twitch was actually Soda Poppin. I think Soda Poppin was very innovative at the time and kind of propelled Twitch to what it was at the time. Mm -hmm. um i put Recful. Recful mm -hmm. innovated donations right running ads he also was the person that you know he he really did pioneer irl live streaming with the gun run right. backpack i remember you and i watching those and like losing our sleep schedules because like we had never seen something like that before. that was that was really um, oh man that was right? an experience and that was an experience uh that you know and then you know i actually put pokemane there as third uh i think pokemane you know as a female content creator has you know, really shown that um, you can thrive and do well in this space. Uh, just being yourself, just being a female. And, you know, I know that this is like kind of like, I don't really care personally, but this is something that gets brought up. So I'll just bring it or whatever. But it's like, she's pretty wholesome, pretty conservative. Also, when she the way she dresses, you know what I mean? It just she just happens to be a female. You know what I mean? And I think she's done a lot of good in empowering women and how to create stuff and content. And she's propelled in pretty much everything that she's ever done on the platform. So I gave it to her. I, I gave my uh, third one to her. And then uh, my last person that I actually uh, put on here was actually one of the other nominees on here, which is funny enough, which is Summit. I think Summit has been around for 10 to 12, 10 to 11 years, and he's kind of a renaissance man. You know, he doesn't really try to push out streams or content, but I feel like he'll start streaming something and other streamers will just pick it up. For whatever reason, you know what I mean? Like, mm -hmm. I remember when Summit started playing Sea of Thieves and people were like, this is a garbage game. Then all of a sudden there was a Sea of Thieves meta trend, you know what I mean? Right. Uh, a lot of people forget about this, but Summit was the first, one of the first ones to, uh, one of the first, like, quote-unquote mainstream streamers to start uh, streaming GTRP. <laughs> you know what I mean? Mm, and he, he had a he had a, a drug dealing character or whatever, and he, he started doing GTRP or in GTA driving. Uh, or no, he went to GTRP, did that for a bit. Then he started doing driving. He started like doing races in GTRP. Guess what happened? The trend of Assetto Corsa <laughs> and all these people in also playing this. Um, recently, in the last few months, he started playing Project Zomboy because someone recommended it to him in his yeah. stream. And he was like, okay, all of a sudden, <laughs> there's a trend of everyone playing Project Zomboy. For yeah. I feel like anytime he does something, you know, it, does, it gets underappreciated um, and then it ends up blowing up into a meta. So those are my actually... Four people that are on on my Mount Rushmore is uh, Summit, Pokemon, Soda Poppin, and Wreckful. But my question okay. to you to kind of end off this whole thing is, who's on your Mount Rushmore and why? This is kind of a hard question to like kind of 
toss at someone and like yeah, you it know is, it is. that's why it's like i just want you to like gut reaction like what you think you know Cause, yeah because it's like you, you gotta have like a lot of time to think about this because there's a lot of people who influence twitch over the years like yeah i think it, it's hard to keep them just to four right yeah and like you know uh like Rectful is definitely on there for me because like you know he's one of the ogs he's he's been this constant presence and everybody knows Rectful every single person on twitch like you know like there isn't a single person on here who doesn't owe some sort of like influence from you know Rectful in his streams um and you know pioneering donations is probably just like a small part of it um it's just like you know everything that he really contributed to twitch like the humor the the music the the irl streams like he he innovated a lot and um definitely deserves to be on there yeah it's sad um, to, it's sad to see because i always i always wonder if you know he was still around like how everland would have become you know because yeah everland was like i don't know if it would have been successful but like it would have been like the first game that like a twitch like a big twitch streamer has like funded and came out with you know what i mean that was like right. made by twitch for yeah uh, yeah and you know just to go, like go along with like your choices i think pokemon pokemon mm -hmm uh w would definitely be up there too just like you know there's a lot uh to be said that uh about her and the 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 path that she kind of forged for everybody um so like she she's been here for like what eight years or something like that like it's it's some 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 ridiculous amount of years um so like yeah i think that she spent like a third of her life on twitch which is kind of crazy to think about yeah um and it's I, I really think that, you know, she's also one of those streamers that also influenced plenty of others, you know? She that... started streaming in 2012. 20? That's 10 years. 10 years. 10 years. That is absolutely wild. And to see, like, everything that's happened uh, since then, you mm -hmm. know, like, having her own brands and, mm -hmm. you know, makeup line and companies and things like that, it's that is an incredible achievement i think it's something that's worth celebrating mm -hmm. um third i would pick i would pick forson dude yeah forson was up there for me <laughs> to be honest he would be like my fifth if we could add a fifth for sure yeah forson i think like you know he the amount of memes that have come from his yeah. chat is unbelievable i, like, I was gonna say i was gonna say Orson is the summit 1G, but for memes. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, um, I just learned like a few days ago, Sag and Madge and Copium came from Forsen. Like, yeah, of course I, they did. Like, of course they did. You know what I mean? And this, which is the best 17 emote ever. It's just Doc like... grabbing his junk, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's it's absolutely astounding. Like the amount of memes, the amount of songs that have come from that chat, and like, yeah. Forsen, Forsen's chat in particular has been responsible for most of Twitch culture, which is a huge, huge deal. Like, I think that, you know, there's a lot um, to be said about, like, just, uh, you know, it, it's all beca because of that chat that we have all of these things, that we probably yeah. have Pepe for even, you know? I mean, it's probably because of his chat that we even have, like, such... Um like uh aqua not i don't know what the right word is acquisition but why so many people even freaking use like bttv or FSD. exactly you know what i mean like it's probably because of that that like it, because of forcing for sure yeah 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 um 
And fourth, I honestly, I don't know. Mm. I'm, I'm, I'm really struggling to think of like any, any person that I would consider like a pioneer uh, in the early days and uh, someone that I would, that I would like still look up to. Uh, someone who's like streamed a lot since then, who's been like a constant presence. Like, I think that that's kind of like what you need to have yeah, for for me to consider like, you know, a, a, route, a Mount Rushmore. Um, right. I I can't do a fourth. I'm, I'm that's struggling. Fair. That's fair. It's uh, it's to be determined. Yeah. Yeah. It's uh, yeah. There's, a, there's a lot to choose from. Yeah. I, I would say like my fifth would definitely be Forsen. Um, if I wanted to choose like a new wave person or whatever, I would probably choose like Jerma. Even though okay. Jerma's not new wave, I've started watching him recently, so I call him new wave, but Jerma's been streaming as long as Pokemon. Mm -hmm. uh, and he's been making content longer than her. He actually used to be a big. Uh, if you don't know, Jerma is actually um, a TF, uh, TF2 pro. So Team oh, Fortress wow. 2. Yeah. Oh, damn. And uh, I don't know if you. I don't know if you know this, but. Uh, um the the scout in uh the scout in uh tf2 in tf2 is uh named after germa what yeah he has a bunch of voice lines of old germa sayings that's crazy I didn't yeah know that. so he he's basically like an homage to like germa or whatever like before huh. they like revealed his name or whatever um or like revealed like who he was or whatever yeah Kind of looks like Jeremy too. Yeah, his name. When they revealed his name, his name was Jeremy. <laughs> and and then he says like a bunch of old like Jerma lines that like Jerm like Jermos used to say like on his YouTube. That's funny. Yeah. So if you don't know, Jerma basically made content on YouTube for like five or six years, and then started mm -hmm. Twitch when Twitch like started in like 2011, 2012. Oh wow, he's been around for yeah. So he's been forever like around, you know. But uh, yeah, no, I just wanted to end on that because you know the Legacy Award is is pretty cool, and um, you know, I I think um, you know, once again, I I, I think we say this a lot on this stream, uh, at least this, and you know, Pixel and I don't unfortunately, you know, because of life and we're busy. Uh, we can't watch stream. We can't be degenerates as much and watch uh -huh. live streams as much as we would like to. Um, but I think that, you know, at the end of the day, with all the issues that Twitch has and with all the issues that, um, you know, Twitch, Twitch has with competition when it comes from other platforms, I think that there's something, um, really, really special about Twitch, you know? Yeah. And I think that's also why we care so much about it, even though we can't watch it as much. And, um, it's the reason why we get upset or super happy when things happen on Twitch, you know? Um, it's a very un unique type of thing and uh you know i'll say i'll say this a hundred times over but um until until another you know i'll probably stay with twitch until it dies if it ever does die you know what i mean if it does become the smaller platform maybe that will be better <laughs> you know what i mean but um you know until another live streaming platform can give us um the con this type of content um and what i mean by that is just the uniqueness of all content i feel like youtube every YouTube streamer is like kind of the same, you know what I mean? They're kind of in the same realm of people or whatever. And you know, when I go to Twitch, there's degenerates, there's normies, there's esports pros, there's not esports pros, there's funny people, there's analytical people. There's just such a big pool of content creators and streamers. Um, so probably stay with Twitch until it dies, but unless YouTube or Facebook or another streaming live platform can offer us events like this, to be honest, uh, the mm -hmm. streamer awards or Jerma dollhouse even or 
or something like that. I, I think that's what makes or game shows like this. I think that's what makes Twitch really special and unique is these, these big events that kind of bring the community together, um, whether you've been watching for a really long time or, or, or a new frog, you know? I think that Twitch is special in that I don't think that, you know, if, if Twitch were to like, you know, die or something like that one day, I don't think there will be another site quite like it. Mm-hmm. And I think that Twitch is one of those places where it's like this little microcosm within time where, you know, it's every, everything coming together and like, you know, and working all it, it takes all of these different things to come together and have it like function. And it creates this beautiful, if, you know, uh, scarred place where, you know, it has its problems, but you have all these people and all these yeah. jokes and personalities coming together and creating all these uh experiences and i don't know if there is going to be anything quite like it if yeah. in the future like if you know how how do we move all of this to another platform and i i don't think it can transfer over completely so yeah. i think that you know this is one of those things where we just have to kind of enjoy it you know for what yeah. it is right now because i don't know if we'll ever have this again yeah, I feel like a total boomer when I say this or whatever, but it's kind of like for me, it's like I don't think people understand how it felt when YouTube first came around. Like old YouTube versus like new YouTube. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like new YouTube is still great and it's YouTube and it's gotten more professional and it, it, it's gotten a lot better when it comes to content and stuff. You know, that's debatable, but I, I think it has. But, you know, there was something cool and awesome about old youtube <laughs> you know what i mean and that's and that's kind of how i mm-hmm. feel about twitch like twitch currently could it do better in some things sure has it gone a little bit more corporate sure uh is there still awesome events and unique things that are happening or whatever that remind me of old twitch yeah like this stream rewards thing for example or a lot of the major events but mm-hmm. uh yeah I, I think you hit it on the head too it's just like there's something just about twitch that's, that's very uniquely its own but um yeah, yeah. Um, shout out to Cutie Cinderella, twitch.tv slash Cutie Cinderella. Once again, please go and prime or follow her or subscribe to her or just go watch the VOD. Go watch the VOD, guys. It's probably about three or four hours long. Definitely worth it. I'm going to go rewatch it probably after this, to be honest, because there's some stuff that I missed. Yeah, um, yeah. But yeah, go shout outs to her, twitch.tv slash Cutie Cinderella. Um, her co-host, too, which was Maya, which was twitch.tv slash Maya. Um, yeah, shout out to them. Um, once again, if for whatever reason they ever watched this podcast, really weird. I didn't get an invite. Um, that was kind of weird. Pixel and I were waiting for our invites. Um, right. For and it was weird too because the best DMCA music category was also not on here. So was that was very strange at all. And also, yeah, best loved. radio station wasn't there as well. Super weird. Uh, don't understand that one. Um, so maybe our invites probably got lost in the mail. Um, that's right. fine. But we'll best be we'll artist. be. Yeah, best artist, um, you know, best, uh, yeah, best artist, Pixel, underscore pusher, 101, um, best album cover artist, uh, best emote designer, twitch.tv slash jails. Like, there's just a lot of, there's a lot of categories. It was just weird. I don't know. It, like, it's a, it's a new company. These things happen, right? Um, know. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's a new website. These things happen. Like, probably just like the crap, like something crashed or something. It didn't log. Oh, very strange. Very strange. Uh, I don't understand it. But um, but yeah, hopefully, hopefully we'll be there next year or something. Maybe someone plus one me or, you know, we'll Maybe. see what happens. But uh, yeah. Anyway, guys, 
that's going to wrap it up for us today. Uh, thank you guys so much. Um, once again, um, you guys are hearing this on a Monday, but uh, we recorded this because I am going to my daughter's uh, choir performance. So I will not, we were not unable to record it on Monday, but we will see you hopefully uh, next Monday um, on 321 um, and let you guys know how that goes. I got some exciting stuff going on um, that weekend, <laughs> the weekend before the episode pixel. So uh, oh, okay. we, can, we, can, we can talk about it a little bit off stream, but um, I, I might have some stories if some people consent to it. So, um, but I, uh, you know, we'll mention it off stream, a little, little teaser for, for the fans out there, but um, okay. yeah. Thank you guys so much for watching. Thank you guys so much for listening as always. And uh, yeah, we will catch you guys in the next episode. Take care guys. Later.